Hi, hello, and welcome to the Hot Plates and Grapes podcast. My name is Aaron Mays, and I have another guest with me, my good friend from Legacy Records, Christina Gambarian, and also another guest, Keller Riesling. And we're super excited to partake in that. So as I go to open this, I want to check with see how, how are you doing, Christina? What's up? What's going on? I'm doing great. I'm very excited to be here, talk to you. Um, that's a big thing for me, and um, I have a lot to tell. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I cannot wait to hear it. Like, I feel like I've, I've worked with you. You know, we got the, you know, the invisible high five thing. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was great. It was like, like I said, like to have a connection with, you know, back of house. And that was one of the small connections we had. And so um, it's great. Now I can actually have like a full conversation with you and actually. Finally, right? Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. not busy. We're right. running. Yeah, we have wine now. Usually it's like off limits, you know, during the hours. <laughs> But now we're good. It's all good, you know. My favorite one. Yes, I'm glad. Shout out to Parcells at 511 West 38th Street for providing this lovely Keller Riesling. They have all the good stuff, like anything that's reputable and super delicious, like from like 1500 for a bottle to 25. Like they're they're really, they're definitely like on the higher end, but not like. So so how's uh, adapting through COVID been for you? It was okay. Um, a lot of change yeah. because of the COVID, but um, only good changes. So, um, you know, I, I lived I lived in uh, New York, and now I'm living in New Jersey, which yeah. is uh, very very unexpected. Right. But um, yeah, COVID COVID uh, it was it was interesting because I never experienced something like that before, N- like neither of us. But yeah. um, you know, I, I think we're doing pretty good, and I, I'm really happy that you know it's slowing down, and like little by little, everything sort of opening back. And yeah, uh, yeah, pretty COVID. COVID changed a lot in my life. Yeah, <laughs> for the for the for the good. For the good. That's good. Okay, that that's that's always good to hear too. Like so, like what major adjustments have you made? I know that you got now the babushka pies. Babushka that's really cool. Pies. Is that like the most major? like change you've made like is that the major adjustment that you're like getting comfortable with like i mean the first thing is that i lost my job which is was a big shock for me because um it's kind of like i don't know i I, i'm that kind of person i need to have a job apartment like i need to know that i'm good yeah so that was a big stress but um thank god i have aj um Oh. And <laughs> yeah, he's like, I remember uh, it was like May 14 and he drove to New Jersey and just came to pick me up like literally right away. And I'm like, should I go or should I stay in New York? Because I didn't know what to do. Like, what's about my apartment? But I'm like, OK, let's see what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I think three months later, we just decided to move completely to new jersey to live there in morristown um so yeah i just like okay like i'm ready for that and um yeah and we opened a business together babushka spice which is uh it was always my dream like since childhood um me and my dad actually we were always dreaming to open uh, a bakery oh lovely because my dad had a bakery when i was little maybe i was like six and i remember coming there and like you know tasting everything like eating and uh it was great just having a good time right 
Oh my god, the best time. <laughs> the best time. That's so cool. Speaking of tasting, you wanna taste that wine? Let yeah, me know I how it is. I would love to. I yeah, would love yeah. to. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm just so like engulfed in the romance of the bottle opening. I'm like, I literally want to pour more wine until you taste it. <laughs> just to make sure we get that part. Is it good? Pass the it's test? Li- Lovely. Yes. Good. Glad it wasn't corked. Shout out, shout out to Keller. Like this was like the staple. Like this is what we poured for guests when they got crudo oysters. Like this was our selling one. It's like, yo, get them on some Keller Riesling. Like and nice. this will like I guarantee your experience, no matter what you said or what you did, you could have called them fat and ugly when you walked in. But you served <laughs> them this wine, they'd be like, you know what, maybe I'm a little fat and ugly. You know, I, I, I can internalize that a little bit better now, you know. <laughs> so Speaking of your father and like, you know, going around bakeries like that. So where, where are you from? You're from Ukraine, right? Yes, I'm so, originally from Ukraine. Right. So how's that journey from Ukraine? Did you go anywhere else in Europe or um, even like Russia or Asia to the States? Or was it just like Ukraine straight to the States? So um, my dad is Armenian and I've been visiting Armenia a lot when I was a kid because he really wanted me to like uh, see like a culture you know so i i really love armenia i have um a lot of family there but um i would say that that was the only country i was traveling to i mean we went to turkey one one time but that's it so you know moving going to america was a big thing for me and i was so nervous i remember i was talking to my mom i was like like my english is not that good or like I don't have friends there. I don't. I don't know anyone there. What I'm gonna do there? Yeah. You know. But this was um, a program. So for um, students in Ukraine, it's like international exchange program. Yeah. So basically, you come into states. Uh, the name of it is work and travel. So you come into the states for like four months. Yeah. You work here, travel, which is. Not really, but um, <laughs> you take the train. That's traveling. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, you experience uh, new culture. You you learn English. You try different f- food. Like you, um, you make friends. So it was pretty interesting. So my mom was like, "You should do it. You should do it." I'm like, "Okay, let's see." Yeah. But um, to get visa. Uh, American visa was really, really hard. So, like, it's almost impossible in my country. Yeah, it's really weird. So, I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get that visa, like, 100% sure. Yeah. So, I came to the interview, and I'm, like, started talking in English, and um, I got the visa. Nice. And uh, I remember I was going back home, and I realized that I still have my passport. And I'm like, wait, how are they going to give me a visa if... They don't have my passport. Yeah. So I came back to embassy. Embassy? Embassy. Yeah, yeah you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you forgot to take my passport. And they're like, no, no, no. If if we didn't take it, that means the visa is not approved. That means you didn't get it. I'm like, no way. So I was waiting really? there. It was winter, cold, crazy weather. I was waiting. I'm like arguing with people. I want that visa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. So, um. Yeah, that was quite a journey, but I'm here, and it's yeah. been four four years since since I came to America. Wow! And I just fell in love with this country, mm-hmm. with the culture, with people. How'd you get into your How'd you get into this career path? How'd you even land this way? Because yeah, you're in the states. Like, like, 
what led you to be in the hospitality industry? So I've been um, I've been working in like uh, Russian bakery. I was um, assistant manager there, mm-hmm. and um, you know um, I I didn't bake there, but I was uh, like doing all the stuff uh, like in office, let's say. So it was it was okay. But, you know, in Russian community and like I was speaking Russian, so I was like kind of bored. And then one day I just realized like I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I need to change something. And I like started looking for jobs and I saw this ad um, on actually Russian social media. <laughs> yeah, the guy who worked here, um, he he like posted a picture. He's like, we need cooks. I'm like, I should try. Yeah. Like, why not? So I texted him, I came um, to the interview, I met Chef Henry, and I remember I'm coming to the kitchen, I'm like, oh my god, it's beautiful. It's like a Lamborghini of kitchens there. It was so shiny, you know, everybody was looking so nice, and I just like, oh my god, I want to work here. So I met Chef Henry, and he was like so serious, you know, with Master, she's like you got experience and like you know i i work there and and there he was like okay come come tomorrow we'll see we'll see what you can do <laughs> so i came and um i worked my first day with the victor and he was on pasta station mm-hmm. i just like help him clean zucchinis and stuff mm-hmm. nothing serious and uh that's how i started working in legacy it was pretty tough because new team um a lot of people and everybody was different like you know everybody was from different uh, countries different culture and i was i was pretty shy because of my english and i always feel shy in new companies yeah. so um yeah but uh, little by little you know i started with gramanger uh played in desserts which i really loved tasting <laughs> gelatos <laughs> <laughs> love it you know i mean i'm pretty sure you saw me like multiple times yeah. literally eating ice cream yeah. during the service because that was the best part of my day There's a couple times it was like you know you, like, you got your desserts in you see the ticket and you see a spoon it's like why is there an extra spoon there you kind of just see like a spoon goes away it's like oh okay like you i know? i don't blame you because i do the same exact thing i would probably get caught doing it somehow so i just sitting there like let me taste this one right, i gotta taste that one this but one i need to off. taste to know if it's good you know to serve it we so. chef, yes there you go that's all you gotta say i need to taste this chef let you know if it's good that's it i gotta check back in an hour later to see if it's still good come on there's a process to it i totally get it so yeah and um after that um i moved um to crudo station which i really loved it you like the crudo station yeah i feel, I feel was, like nobody liked it i liked it because it was way easier than grandmanger and i felt more confident like i knew something okay, you know nice because before i was like people were telling me different things and i'm like okay okay what should i do where should i go like is this right is this wrong right. i remember in the beginning i was asking so many questions and uh chef chris was like okay christina stop too many questions i'm like okay he's like just follow your heart uh, that sounds like such a chris thing to say yes but you know that just i still remember that and every time i like i have questions and i'm like is this right and like and then i remember those words and i'm like 
I'm just gonna follow my heart. What, so, a, good, what a good guy, Chef Chris. Shout out Chris, Chef Chris. Yeah, he's a great. I learned a lot from him. I learned a lot yeah. from Chef Henry, from every person in the kitchen. Like I took something from each of them, right. and like I always, I I still trying to have like good relationship and with everybody because. Uh, I love those people. Yeah, right. They became my family, spending five days a week, 10 hours, right. and like eating together, talking, cooking. It just like. Would you consider that legacy like your turning point in your career? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. I just. First thing, I realized that I really love cooking. Yeah. I mean, I love baking even more, but I always thought that it's a first step, you know, to be like in baking industry so um yeah watching chef henry um creating a beautiful dishes it was so inspiring yeah. and i remember first time when he asked me to make a side dish and i'm like what <laughs> really? like no 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 no. i'm like i'm not ready i'm not ready what i what i'm gonna do yeah and i made his um I know he really loves uh, sweet potatoes. Yes. Yeah, you, you, you should yeah. know that. I was like, like, if you can think of the side, I may know the side that you're talking about. <laughs> and um, I made um, charred pumpkin puree with uh, sweet potatoes and uh, what was, and pumpkin seeds on the that top. That was yours? Yeah. That was your side? Yeah, that was my side. That was a good side. That was a, that was a, that was a major side. The sweet potato side was crazy. Oh really? Yeah, that was that was a hit. That was like a fall into like spring hit. Like, <laughs> that's you. crazy. Like, wow. Was that the first instance that you knew that you were solidified in that kitchen by being asked to make a side? Yeah, that wow. was a lot for me. That was yeah. really a lot for me. I I I never even thought he's gonna ask me because I always felt like you know, I was new in that kitchen. I was new to like the whole industry, like in general. Right. You know, so. Those people, they had experience like eight years, like three, five years. And I'm just like, came there, work German Jack Rudo, and here I'm like on risotto station. And like, chef, my chef asking me to make a side. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like, I was like, yes, yeah, chef. So the legacy <laughs> was like your first, like, boss of the wall restaurant. Like, yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. What a what a what a thing to take on. Like what something that, like what a Great. a monster, what a beast to walk into into I couldn't believe that. Wow. Like I couldn't believe that was really motivating me, you know. I couldn't believe I'm working in this kitchen yeah. with these great people who have this much experience, you know. So I'm like I need just push and push yeah. and push and keep going. Okay, so you're coming through legacy. Mm -hmm. Chef wants to ask you aside. You're rolling. You're going. So like, was there a point you went out and you had like a VIP experience dining? Like, um, your name was on the ticket, or and they said like, okay, yo, she's on it. She's from legacy. <laughs> Excuse me, sommelier, pour some shit. Like, get some sides, drop something, whatever. Or was there a night out with your friend that you went somewhere off the sole merit of what you do for a living? Um, I went to Legacy and I had a brunch. It was really nice and it was it was different, you know, to eat the food like in a dining area, not like tasting it in the kitchen. Completely different, like all those flavors, everything, servers. So and I remember all the chefs came from the kitchen and 
almost every dish they were putting on my table, they like truffles. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm a big fan of truffles. Yes, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, I was. That was that was also a, a big thing for me. Chef Matt, Chef Chris, everybody came. I was like, truffle mm. everything. Yeah, three times. That's cool. So doing having that black truffles on your cacio e pepe, or just it could have been white truffles on your cacio e pepe. <laughs> I don't know what time of the year it was. <laughs> How does that compare to childhood? Even though you did taste, you know, you went to different bakeries, you taste different food, does it still compare in some way, shape, or form? You know, I've never went to, like, I've never been to, like, fancy restaurants because, I don't know, first, like, uh, in Ukraine, you can't really find, like, a fine dining restaurant. And the second, if you will find something nice, you know, it's probably will be like super expensive. Yeah. But you probably find yourself working so much, you probably didn't have even the time to go and dine. You know, uh, I did. It was yeah. tough. It yeah. was really tough because I lived in Brooklyn and my commute was like hour, sometimes hour, 20 minutes. So, oh my God, at night it was terrible. Bad. Yeah. Like our train, the worst train in New York. What, what were you off of? First, I lived in um, Bay Ridge, mm -hmm. and then I moved to um, Park Slope. Okay, yeah. So going from Legacy to Bay Ridge was terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, I probably don't think I could have worked at Legacy if I lived that far out. You never got, I never got here dry. I was always <laughs> sweating when I got here. I, if I got here dry, I was late because I was just chilling. I was like, there's no reason for me to even try to get there. You know what I'm saying? So think about it. Your vision coming to New York, you've been here for four years. Mm-hmm what like what changed directly your vision from shifting from just being like living in here to now like okay now i'm selling things that i'm creating i'm baking i'm selling this is my you shaped like somebody else's vision now you're doing your own vision what affected that really i would say uh meeting aj oh there you go again <laughs> oh jeez uh, thanks to legacy again yeah. uh you know um he he gives me so much confidence like um he pushing me in a good way he's like uh, believes in me and that's what really really inspires me because i don't think i would done that without him because really? i always have so so many doubts you know oh what if what if I don't know, people won't like it. Or what if, I don't know, something, something. And, you know, he's always like, okay, let's just think and let's do it. Yeah. So um, that was, that was, I remember even when we were um, posting a first picture on Instagram and I'm like, I'm not going to get any followers. Like, I'm not going to get, like, I don't know anyone here, you know, in Morristown because we yeah. started that in Morristown. Right. And I'm like, who who going to follow me? Who going to buy from me? And that was first and the second day. I'm like, I'm opening my Instagram. I'm like, oh, wow. People, people like following. And I mean, mostly, of course, AJ's friends. But Still though. that was so much support from him uh from his family uh his friends and just the community yeah. you know that it was just all like fall behind you and just yeah that was that was amazing and um then we had this um mother's day sale uh actually it was um 
AJ's friend idea, Joel, he was like, you should do that. So we print like nice flyers and we were just walking around and give like everybody flyers, flyers, flyers. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, we'll see how many orders we'll get. And Mother's Day and I have like 15 cheesecakes. Mm. And then I have like three or five uh, pineapple cakes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Get to baking, yeah. I was baking, I think... 14 hours or something yeah because you know it was like beginning we needed to figure out how to do boxes yeah. we needed to figure out the packaging everything like and you know i was worried oh like like this cheesecake looks better than another cheesecake like there was so many mistakes that we needed to fix and mm-hmm. figure out and then the next day delivery because that's how we were doing and yeah. still with delivering to people because of coronavirus starting, you know, people doesn't want to go anywhere. They want to just be in the house and be safe. Right. So we like delivery service and, you know, driving back and forth, delivering to people. And everyone's was so nice. They're yeah. like posting pictures like they, you know, for me, it's very important to hear the review. Right. To hear what like person thinks and, you know. I got so many of them, which I really, really appreciate. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you didn't expect it at all. I didn't. That's I good. Didn't. That's a good unexpected thing to happen. It wasn't like, you know, I got the orders and I didn't have enough flour for it. Like you, you were able to meet those needs, but it just came at so many of, so much of it that you were like, okay, oh, oh snap. Like we got to get moving. That's cool. I'm glad yeah. you figured everything out. Cause it seems like it's going really, really well. So, um, did it like, did it ever get ugly at any point? Did you ever, I know like AJ was pushing you, you had doubts, but did you really one day tell us like, look, I think I need to just, I don't think I should follow through with this. I mean, of course there was moments when I was like, give up. Right. That's it. I can like, you know, I, I don't really know why I had those moments. It just was a point when, you know, maybe I was tired, a lot of going on or like sometimes, you know, I, I had like five orders a day. Sometimes I like I didn't have any of them. I noticed your menu expanded. You did other. You know, have, now have other options. I saw you like had like a baseline, and you like okay, I got these new things now. You're like you're pivoting to like almost like a higher level. Is there, like where? What makes you feel comfortable to do more? Do you, would you comfortable in your baking style or like your clientele? So what I noticed, like. Um, I'm trying to do like a seasonal menus. Mm-hmm. So let's say like it's a season of peaches. I'm doing something with the peaches. But also what I notice, people love my cheesecakes. So I'm like, I need to figure something out. And I did this menu, Cheesecakes Around the World, which is has cookies and cream, mm-hmm. which is American thing. Yeah. And then it has Japanese cheesecakes. You know, maybe you the, saw the them. The jiggly one? Jiggly one. Yeah. And... Um, Russian cheesecake, which is my grandma recipe, and I've been eating that cheesecake my whole childhood. So, and then I um, have ricotta cheesecake, which is Italian cheesecake, and um, basket burn cheesecake. It's a Spanish cheesecake. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, Spanish cheesecake. <laughs> so, you know, um, but also what I want to do, and AG also want to do, we want to do like something simple, like one bite, like cookies. And um, last time we went in New York, we tried this um, bakery, Levain. Uh, they have this huge chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. 
oh my god that was so good <laughs> i can i was like wow if i'm gonna do cookies that's gonna be different like definitely this kind of style yeah. so but um you know um right now i'm helping also Esom and um it's a lot of going on like i'm taking um social media yeah artisanal pasta i'm trying to be involved uh, like we we cooking together in the kitchen so um i just need to find a time to start doing this cookie thing on babushka's pies yeah but they're, si- they're sister companies right yeah um, yeah so yeah, basically yeah because you know we all this summer we were going to black lives matter events right and uh we were like same table and people were coming and we were like introducing each other so yeah we are sister and brother company that's that's (laughs) super nice (laughs) you know one feeds the other one feeds the other and we like helping each other you know like i'm helping essa essa helping me in some point (laughs) yeah it looks good i mean like i'm I'm looking forward to to trying a tiramisu myself i can't lie to you i'm super stoked Uh, it's okay. I, I technically I never technically paid for it, so like whatever. No, no, can, no. I uh, listen. There's time. You're gonna you're gonna be here for a minute, so don't worry about I it. I will. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's all good. That's that's what delivery service is for, right? Yes. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna yeah. make the best tiramisu for you. I promise. It's just you know for I think for baking and for bakers, it's kind of like a thing. If you find a recipe. Like, I have my own recipes. I actually made a cake for AJ's birthday. Yeah. Apple. Apple. My God. Orange cake. This cake, uh, the recipe, it's from Georgia in the country. So, my dad Oh, the country Georgia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. My dad brought it. And he was like, I really want you to make this cake for Mm -hmm. my birthday. Since then, I've been making this cake for his birthday every single year. Oh. And, you know, I think that's, like, my favorite recipe. My whole family loved it. Everybody loved it. So, you know, I, I, I know it, and I'm baking it, and I'm just, like, honestly, I ate the half of the cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So in terms of, like, baking and, like, pastries and dessert in restaurants, like, how important do you find it? Do you think that's, like, the perfect, like, get you some sweets right after a great meal, and that's this perfect send-off? Um, depends, but you know, some people, they don't really love desserts, but I think they just didn't find a right dessert Mm -hmm. because I'm not a big fan of really sweet cakes. Like, uh, even when I'm baking for AJ's family, you know, um, sometimes they're like, oh, it needs more sugar. And for me, it's like perfect level of sugar. So I think, you know, you just need to find your right dessert and um, just go with that. Mm-hmm. But um, I love, after I have a nice meal, I love to have something sweet. Yeah. And um, usually I prefer something light. So, uh, yeah, dessert is like very important part of meal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, because I was never, like my parents were really against desserts after a meal because they saw it as more money spent okay like they like we got ice cream at home you want to get put an ego waffle in the toaster and put a scoop of ice cream on it we got we got hershey syrup make it here's your dessert yeah (laughs) that's your dessert it costs us literally nothing but like why go to why go to a restaurant spend eight thousand on a molten chocolate lava cake 
And you're like, all right. Then I get older. Then I go to these restaurants and I'm having like their desserts at the end. Yeah, they're small and they're like bite sized, but there's so much flavor in them. And like I've had this like super savory meal. I have all this wine on my on my palate, and I just take a scoop of these like sweet things that are like super balanced well, but they're just packed of flavor. And I'm like, okay, that was awesome. Yeah, it's you like know? it's that the was so good. Perfect ending of your meal. Yeah, little little espresso with your with your sweets. You walk out like, wow, that was <laughs> that was really and good. And you feel the full experience. You yeah. know, and like especially you know this. Mm, places and restaurant in New York they're getting so creative like you know these desserts on Instagram I'm watching like you need to hit something yeah like there's something leaking there's something, <laughs> something leaking I mean you know there's just crazy <laughs> stuff like those cheesecakes on top of milkshakes yeah you know maybe that's too much but still like it's just interesting to watch and to eat yeah <laughs> I feel you on that and I think that's a perfect sweet note to do an intermission off of and when we come back we're going to talk about how new york features in your career even more absolutely <laughs> we'll be back the wine enjoyed on this episode was provided by parcel wine shop a curated wine shop and online retailer with nationwide shipping curated by a team of new york's finest sommeliers located at 511 West 38th Street in Hudson Yards, New York City. Subscribe to Parcells Wine Drop, a new delivery service featuring three hand-selected bottles for $95 per month. Also, check out their pop-up at 632 Hudson to taste the wine and enjoy delicious eats from Chef Ron Yan. Parcell, wine for every scenario. All right, and we're back. This is the Hot Plates and Grace podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Mace, and I have Christina with me as well. Another guest as well, my Keller Riesling. <laughs> Super delicious. Thank you again, Parcells. Let me uh, top this off for Thanks. you. And um, so uh, last time we spoke, we were speaking about the, you know, your accomplishments of whatnot being in New York. So let's now let's talk about now, like how New York features in your career. Um, was it strictly opportunity or were you like... I know you mentioned your inspiration, but like, do you see that yourself having an opportunity here? And did you, were you in New York for that reason specifically? Yes. You know, um, when I came to America, um, like first, um, what was that? Three, four months I lived in Pennsylvania and then I just decided to stay in New York. The only reason why it's because for their opportunities, you know, like I always, I always uh, saying that New York, it's amazing first step. Like, can you believe I'll go to like any country in this world and they'll be like, so tell me about your life. I'm like, you know, I've been living and working for years in New York and they'll be like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how I imagine that. Right. Because it's it's hard it's tough in new york it's not easy like there's a lot of challenging and um i'm pretty sure if i would say in like pennsylvania it would have been different like yeah you know but new york gives you definitely a lot of opportunities it's a huge I'm, resume builder yeah i'm not i i can't say i love new york but I love New York for, for the opportunities because I don't feel 
like I'm home here. It's just too much for me. But um, I think I, I I did pretty good this four years. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's good. It's perfect timing to move uh, to New Jersey, which I did. <laughs> that's good. Any like artworks? Or any projects? Anybody that was in the city that like helped guide that decision to come here? I just like I I was just going to eat sweets you know yeah <laughs> and um actually chef claudio oh which is the legacy yeah record mm-hmm. baker i really loved how he was working with desserts and you know i every time i was going upstairs to bake it, i was like what are you doing uh, what's that <laughs> yeah you know and every time i was thinking like okay one day i will be here by your side yeah yeah <laughs> um he was he was a big inspiration for me and you know Every time, like, he was played in desserts, it was so, like, interesting for me to watch, you know, to see how he's doing that. And, yeah. That's cool. That's what's up. That's good. Because, like, um, not everybody has their, their, their music inspiration when they come. They just, they get so jaded. They get so taken by the whole city. They're, like, they don't know how it's, like, what to focus in on. I'm glad you, like, you found your right avenues and, like, you are where you are now. Like, it's great. And it all seemed to tie in so well for you. So now speaking about like people in the hospitality industry, speaking of Claudia's baking, he, he kind of showed you a way. Was the hospitality industry like a grabbing point for you to keep you in the city for, for that time being? Expertise, like the diversity of the cuisines, um, the styles of service, and just even how you order food at the counter, that type of thing. I, I like uh, about New York that you can find literally everything here, starting from authentic Russian food and you know going to uh, chinatown and eating like chinese dumplings yeah or like going midtown and eating like fancy restaurant like there are so many things you can choose and you can do and it's literally up to you the only thing i don't really like is that how in rush everything you know people not i don't feel like people really enjoying like you know um it was always so fun to me. Um, like, you sitting, you eating, and uh, like you didn't even ask for a check. Yeah. The check is here. I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Honestly, I. But you know, like I just I I never felt like you know comfortable. Like I want to eat. I want to talk. I want to enjoy. I want to enjoy my wine, desserts. You know, maybe after that more wine and you know i don't want to be in rush yeah but that's how i kind of felt so um like what why i uh when i when i was opening this business i i already knew i'm not gonna do this in new york even though new york it's a great place to start it's just too much for a small business it's hard to survive small Mm. businesses yeah so morristown like it's great it's not it's small but you know uh there's a lot of there's a lot of nice places to eat and uh people they really want to support and they're not in rush because you know they just enjoying their lives they chilling they like you know every every friday they going out they drinking you know they ordering those desserts like we deliver to them because i can't imagine myself delivering in new york what taking a subway no. It's quite hectic. New York has, and like, 
hospitality industry in New York has their own uh, cons and pros. Yeah. If I said that right. <laughs> no, you got it. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Killing it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I just, um, I don't know. It never was in my mind to open uh, a business. Like, I want to open an actual bakery, a small one. You know, you come in, like, there is a nice... Uh, variety of desserts and you just take a cup of tea or coffee mm-hmm. desserts and you know there's two three tables to eat and you just walk in or like you know it's up to you super casual yeah yeah but in new york i would like imagine you know people like okay can i have a coffee and like you know <laughs> yeah. pass, 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 because yeah. you know like someone likes to work someone just in rush someone like running 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 that's 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 not me just there is a whole lot of structured chaos here yeah it's like it's you can't just call it chaos because that that's chaos but that there is so much energy and so much hoopla happening all at once and all happening so well together that it does seem quite frantic but it's all working so well especially you were in bay ridge for a while that's like to me that's super slow oh that's like super slow yeah it's almost like suburban almost yeah (laughs) yeah i'm in crown heights and there's like there is a humdrum to it Mm -hmm. there's a bit of a pace but it's still at the same time like very lax like i see people on the stoop all the time i'm just waving at them hello hi and it's great like i I feel there's enough quietness enough stillness but also enough enough beat to keep me going Mm -hmm. i need that fine tune i can't be like every i could i could probably live in midtown never i just i just couldn't do it It just doesn't make sense to me like every, every like literally 24 seven mm-hmm. fuck you like that type of thing you know <laughs> like it's a whole it's a whole slew of things that i don't don't really want to deal with you know what i mean so i need to hear your best slash worst experience in the city so um they doing this um jet ski mm-hmm. so you can take a jet ski uh on hudson river and for like an hour you drive in this jet ski and you know the ferries going on yeah. like all those boats ships like there's like moving mm-hmm. like there's literally a traffic there yeah <laughs> on hudson river and you just in this little tiny jet ski going like i don't know maybe 60 miles? No, maybe less than You go pretty fast. Yeah, you go pretty fast. I wouldn't, I don't know the odometer speed, but it's pretty fast. When I see him on the street, I'm like, oh, snap. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and you, you see like a sta- state of liberty, if I said, no? What's Statue of liberty. Statue of liberty. We are in a state of liberty, technically. We are, okay. we are, we're technically free, but the Statue of liberty. Statue of liberty. Yeah. And you know, Brooklyn Bridge and like, it just amazed me. Manhattan, mm-hmm. especially downtown. I love downtown Manhattan. Like, that was definitely the best experience. Like, I never felt something like that before. Yeah. I was so little on that jet ski on Hudson River, but I felt like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> because I'm pretty sure America was marketed differently in, in your country. I'm actually curious, how was America marketed? Oh, America is something like wow america it's something like everybody want to go and live there because everybody thinks that it's so easy everybody thinks like you know people just making money and they're like buying cars houses actually that's how my mom feels really yeah she was like like you know you you like what are you doing where are you spending your money like how come like you don't still have a car or like i'm like are you serious wow like I think they don't understand that 
to have a good life here you need to work hard yeah like you need to work yeah like you know i don't know where this idea of like you come to america you're rich i don't know why like, hey welcome to america we're all rich here <laughs> like what what do you mean health crisis what do you mean racial injustice everything's great in america this is america what are you talking about yeah it's so weird you land down here like ha gotcha <laughs> like, it just i i heard so <laughs> many stories you know from people coming from russia from ukraine to america and expecting something unbelievable you know and they will be like oh okay like i need to work and i need to work hard and i need to pay my bills and i need to pay i don't know netflix and i need to like yeah. go to grocery shop and like, i need to pay crazy rent mm-hmm. in new york because rent in new york is crazy yeah so i don't know where people get that idea about america but uh it's definitely not what they expect we should change our marketing campaign because it's just so wrong <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure like no i'm it's not like i'm sure but you know um uh, would you be here sitting in this amazing place interviewing me like talking not in the slightest me. yeah if if you would stay in that amazing apartment in virginia with yep. you <laughs> yeah no i'd have had a nice backyard i had all the sun all the mosquito bites i can ask for but <laughs> nope you need to choose it's like yeah. it's always a choice i would have never had anything without this you did it thank you new york. <laughs> new york thank you so much <laughs> so great <laughs> great so like you're in new york you were you were in new york now you've ventured off to Morristown, mm-hmm. successful business. So now, like, what is separating you from other people? Like, is it your work ethic, your mindset, the approach that you have, your own, you know, even your personal self? Like, what's, why Why should we believe in you? Like, you know, what's, my, my Ukrainian soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Explain that. I have no idea. I, I wouldn't know what to say. I just, I only know Ukraine from the, um, nuclear accent that's all that's all we know okay <laughs> so enlighten me please mm, i mean i can't say there's something different in me from like other people but i feel like you know i came here not just for fun i came here to like achieve something to be successful i stayed in america to prove myself that i can you know i can do that i can do it you know, alone, without my family, without support, without friends, without money, you know, and step by step, I, I'm, I'm doing that, like, before, I remember when I first, uh, like, stayed here, decided to stay in New York, I was, like, dreaming about something, have, live uh, in a nice place, Um, you know, dating, a nice person, be in relationship, uh, doing something that I love and something that I'm really passionate about. And now I look back and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, that was me. And that's me right now, uh, literally achieving my goals. Yeah. And it's great. I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of AJ. I'm proud of us. What are we doing? for for this business for our future what plans we like you know there's so many plans and i'm pretty sure like we just need time i would say yeah (laughs) (laughs) and we will be there you know we will be there where we want to be we all need time you know yeah time it's uh it's the biggest it's a hot commodity these days you know 
what you going to do with it? I think you're making the most of your time, though. I think you're doing well. You're like, you're not on your butt doing nothing. You're doing something. So that's a good use of time and the life you have. Utilizing it, utilizing it very well. <laughs> that's awesome. So like, like why now? Why do you feel like now is necessary to have your own like um, above all things? Like you could you could just be chilling, could just be doing, you know. Um, like, you know, I um I look at um you know there are some friends who like get in unemployment, coronavirus, and they like spending money going to Miami bag Miami bag, yeah. and I'm like, like okay cool what's next i wanted to do something so in the future i will be like oh that's a good thing that i use the opportunity yeah so and actually my mom is she's very proud of me and aj and what we're doing she's like every time she's calling me she's like i can't believe that you're doing that like you know two businesses and um she's like you know i'm telling all my friends that uh you and aj use the opportunity to start something yeah start something beautiful and that was your own (laughs) it's so cool because like that's what a huge success like you know most people think about it they want to be about it but they can't they don't they won't shoulda coulda woulda yeah my dad used to say he's like you shoulda coulda woulda but you didn't (laughs) you know but there you are you did it thank you and you're doing it and you're gonna keep doing it you know i'm gonna keep doing it (laughs) do you do you have like an, an, an end game in mind in game like, like, do you ever see yourself, like, till 70? Oh, um, yeah. I see my, I definitely see myself, let's say, in 30 years from now. Good. Like, when I'm 50-something. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I see myself um, definitely with kids, you know, husband, house. I want to have this life, you know, that I kind of have in my th- like i want to do something that i love uh i want to be loved and it seems like you have like-minded people in in your area and around you that think the same way so it it appears yeah (laughs) so good so great as a low-key envy envy that envy that feeling but my time will come to as well you know it's all about taking in a stride some people get it early some get it later i mean it'll come i agree like you know some people not ready for that some people ready some people already have that yeah so it's just about the person yeah but, um like some people 50 years they like oh i will be traveling i'm gonna have all the money in the world and yeah. i'm just gonna be true i want to travel too but you know family it's always was my priority right so right i've definitely got around to the idea of family first mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of weird to say that but it's like I do value the familial part of things way more than like a friendship because like throughout life's experiences, you realize your friends ain't really your family. You know what I mean? So. And that's why I think like, you know, AG starting business as artisanal pasta with with not his just friends with his family. Yeah. Because, you know, and I'm kind of becoming a part of that, too, oh, that's which nice. is great <laughs> so good yeah abs- be absorbed you know <laughs> like how time happens right in like a year and a half right boom all that stuff's happening how yeah. awesome <laughs> so i mean you, you're looking to stick around that's super great i love that but now is a time for you to plug in all those things that you want to stick around plug in your family any charities you're getting down with any organizations your business 
people that you know and love shout them out now's your time um i definitely want to shout out to aj <laughs> he knows he knows um i think where i am it's because of him and um um we we're going there step by step we're doing yeah. what we want and uh i just love you <laughs> and thank you and um my mom um she she's a big supporter for me like you know she's a woman who's like telling me things even though sometimes i don't listen but um she's doing a great job um my best friend uh always there always supporting me all the legacy team definitely <laughs> yeah all the chefs uh, chef alfredo chef henry chef chris chef mad uh, chef alex like every alfredo's in the building by the way i saw him he is? I swear. Yeah, he's... Uh-oh. He, I saw him in the bake shop, and I, I was... Like, uh -oh. and During intermission, I was like, what? Gave him a big hug. I was like, fuck COVID, bro. I'll, I'll give you a hug. It's been, it's if been he's five still months. here, I'm just gonna, like, run there and just he give him... He said he'll be here all night, so... Okay. Yeah, so we'll definitely squeeze that one in. <laughs> For sure, yeah. It's just, like, I, I miss... I miss all of them. Yeah. I really... I really do. Um, You know, like AJ was saying, there's a lot of people I want to say thank you, but, you know, it's just not really... <laughs> coming to me right i want to say thank you for i want to say thank you to aj's family who really support me during this time i i moved to their house i live with them during this coronavirus thing you know we were there um for each other um i want to i want to say just to every person in my life who was you know when i start this business so many people reach out to me and they're like we're so happy for you you can do it because they know that's what i want to do yeah. so i just want to say to everybody who supports me and everybody who's there and even to everybody who's buying my desserts my cakes my uh cheesecakes just thank you you you're the best. Yeah, you make the world go around. <laughs> I'll raise my glass to that, you know, for sure. And if you could, I, first, I do want to say thank you so much for being on my show. Like, your point of view is very, very, very important. I'm so glad you came on to speak with me, especially about where, you know, where you came from, how you are here now, and your great business that you have, Babushka Pies. It's so great. So awesome. All in a short matter of time. And I can only imagine what the rest of time has in store, for, you know, for, for the world, for the eastern coast to, to enjoy these great flavors. You know what I mean? Thank you. So raise my glass. If you want to just end us off with a nice toast. I would say just follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. I'm <laughs> loving it. Ching, ching. <laughs> it's been wow. a pleasure. It has been a pleasure indeed. Yeah. This wine <laughs> went great with the conversation. How do you feel about it? Uh, it's amazing wine. Lovely. Yeah. I love first line. Mm. Love it. I'll, I'm definitely going to take a picture. Oh, yes. Please do. Okay. That's tough. It's, it's downstairs in Parcells. We'll stop by. Christine wants to see you anyways. So I don't know if you're familiar how we finish pre-shifts in Legacy, but we at the every pre-shift, we did a 3-2-1 clap. Mm -hmm. And that was the, the tell-all of how the, world, how the day was going to go, how the universe is going to give us energy. If we nailed it, it's a great day. If we didn't nail it, we got things to talk about. Okay. We might have to keep doing it until we get it right. So we finish information. We choose a random person. But this random person today is you. And they're going to say, hey. Can you take us out? You just do a three, two, one, clap, boom. That's it. Okay, so I'm doing three, two, one. Three, two, one. Get you some space. Get you some arm room. Make sure you make sure you're good. 
Okay. You know? Three, two, one. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>